gosh, I, I forgot I even had that in my pack. Yeah, that's the craziest part, man. I, if Joe flicked my ear, I'd probably conk him in the forehead. Wednesday morning, everybody. Welcome to Kafaru Cast. I've got Frank the Tank across from me. Hello. And uh, I got somewhat of a unique uh, guest on here uh, just because I'm recently getting into the uh, ATV, UTV uh, world, uh, <laughs> which I've never been a, a part of. And that is, well, I, I'm not 100% sure on how to pronounce your last name, but I'm going to say Matt. And you can go take it from there from Can Am. Um, Man, what's going on? And I appreciate you hopping on here. Hey, thank you very much. I appreciate you guys having me on. Is it Tandrup? Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Tandrup, uh, Director of Design for Can-Am Off-Road and Ski-Doo Snowmobiles. All right. Well, there you have it. Well, I, I, I got to say 10 years ago, if uh, someone asked me if I've ever have someone from Can-Am on here, I'd probably say no, because I've always been, uh, you know, kind of a, a backpack hunter and not that I have anything against, you know, ATVs or UTVs, but kind of what had happened is I started guiding uh, fairly frequently in, in South Texas and then obviously mining roads in Colorado, pretty rough on vehicles, beating them up. And then um, some of the different hunters we had come in had brought Can-Ams to hunting camp, uh, which certainly intrigued me. So I started doing some research. Uh, I looked at... Um, a few other different um, companies. I talked to several buddies that have had different models, and everybody just directed me back to to Can Am. Uh, my buddy Sloan had one, and so I kind of dove down the rabbit hole, knowing nothing. And when I say nothing, I'm I'm almost afraid I'm going to sound stupid on this podcast asking questions because I know nothing about them um, of of getting a, a Can Am. And I thought it would be a good idea to get you on here so I can ask all the dumb questions I have to you to solve all the problems of people asking me and me not having a great answer. Um, so I appreciate you dealing with my ignorance uh, of Can-Ams and UTVs because, I man, there was just so many questions I didn't have I didn't know. No problem. There's there's no stupid questions. Uh, it's fire away and we'll see what we can do. I would argue with you on that because we get stupid questions all the time here, Frank. <laughs> What's a Can-Am? No, I'm no. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so with with the Can-Ams, um, I I I personally, you know, the the re what everybody said is is maintenance wise, um, they are the lowest maintenance option out there. That was one of the bigger ones, and then accessories, um, you know, is is, is another. I don't even call it. There's a lot of different accessories, upgrades, things like that. There, it's very user friendly to do yourself. Um, fitment, things like that. And, and I've ordered already like the little tool bucket things to go under the seat and, um, some different racks, things like that, just screwing around with it. Um, now is there a specific company that you guys direct people to for the, the upgrades of which I know the answer to that one already, but, uh, kind of give everybody an idea on that one. Well, at, at Can-Am, so we have quite a good ecosystem uh, of accessories already for the vehicle. That was pretty much our goal right out of the gate when we introduced the original Defender in 2016 was to build a portfolio of accessories so that people could really personalize the vehicle to whatever needs they have. So whether you're more in the ag business or you're a hunter or maybe you're doing more recreation. So we have quite a few accessories to build up the vehicle exactly the way you want. And, and we even have a brand called Link 
accessories. And what's cool about the link is that you're able to uh, pop on and off different accessories very quickly. So you can have like a cooler and you're able to take that off, take that with you. Uh, different boxes, things like that, gun scabbers and stuff. So, so there's a lot of uh, really cool accessories that that you, again you can personalize the vehicle and, and really suit it to the needs that you have. And that that's what's cool about the the Defender is it's a very flexible vehicle in that manner. And that was the first thing I had found out. Not no, you know, you hit the the Google search and four million ads pop up. And the, the cool thing going directly through uh, you guys is what, exactly what you said. Like my little dashboard uh, compartment, for example, got a handle on it, pops out. I can take it inside. So if I have anything in value, a pistol, whatever in there, I can grab it, take it inside. Um, the I call them tool buckets, but the, the compartments that go under the seat, they snap on perfectly. Um, and then if, if I have anything high value in those, I just lift the seat, they pop right off. Um, you know, and again, I'm, I'm just learning all of this. I wasn't a hundred percent sure what I needed. Um, you know, I bought a compressor for the tires, just simple stuff like that. But then kind of dove down the rabbit hole of all the different, like, uh, gun carrying accessories, the different, um, I actually blew the window out in mine, a rock flew over a semi, um, out of a, flew off a semi and, and, and hit my, my rear window. And then it, I went down the, the rabbit hole of 14 different options for, for windows from, you know, the biggest one was, do you do glass polycarbonate or like a soft window? Um, my, my, my model that I have has four, you know, four doors, AC and heating. Um, do what you, model do you have? Uh, so I have the defender max HD 10, limited i think that's the long yep. title <laughs> that's it that's what you got, you got. <laughs> i know that because i had to order a window for it um i went so is 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 glass so i'm assuming i'm liking the idea of polycarbonate um what are your suggestions on that from people not only that just if they uh, you know uh the rock flies off like in my case uh, and, and you know blows the window up it was on a trailer um of upgrading doors, uh, you know, if you have something like having with me, is, is glass polycarbonate good, the door upgrades, just kind of around as far as those options go. What do you suggest? How easy is it to put the doors on? Uh, in my case, when the window comes in, how easy is it for me to put that on, the rear window? Um, that was a big question I had because my buddies does not have doors, and he saw mine and immediately started asking me about doors. I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't know. Well, what's, what's cool is you've got the limit. So that's got everything in it, right? So you got the glass, you got the nice doors with the power windows, the whole thing. So, but what's cool is that you can also get a defender that is like either our, our starting defenders of DPS. So that's a power steering unit. It doesn't have a roof. It doesn't have doors or windshield or back glass, but you can order those things. And as you said, if you look at the website, there's quite a few different options. And what I would direct, you know, your listeners to is that, you know, depending on what's their usage, right? So, you know, you could go with glass and the hard doors, the power windows and, you know, a wiper and the glass in the front there as well, depending if you're, you're really riding with a cab more often. So we see that in some of the colder climates. We also see that like down in Texas, cause it gets super hot. We have a unit, our limited has AC. So you want to have it all uh, closed up tight. But for people that maybe are switching some of their doors on and off, you know, depending on the weather, then you maybe want to go with a lighter weight like polycarbonate. 
uh, or even a soft door. Uh, we even have a clear door, which is nice, the polycarbonate clear door, so you can see all the way from the top to the bottom, so it gives you super good visibility. But there's lots of options, and, and what I would say, again, it's, it's really based on your usages, right? So if, if you're always going to have a cab, then I, I would go glass for sure uh, with the big doors, and, and if you're doing something where you want some flexibility, where you might pop it on and off depending on the weather, then go with, with some of the other options that uh, Can-Am has. But, but again, it, it's really not based on usages, you know? So that, that's, that's why it makes it hard for just a, one recommendation. The other thing I can say is that all of them are fairly easy to install. So the cage has a shape in it where it fits right in. So a lot of times it, it's just taking one tool and a couple minutes to install. Um, sometimes it takes a few tools and it's a little bit longer, but still usually pretty easy for people to set this stuff up themselves, which is was our goal coming out of the gate. Gotcha. And, and that makes sense. So, um, yeah, I get with like when I asked with the glass or the, or the, the, the poly, I guess it's poly. Um, you, you, so you, mm -hmm. you are, the glass is kind of the way to go. You think? I think so. I, I, you know, I talk to a lot of customers and personally myself too. I like to go with the glass. Uh, you know, I think it's a, it's a little bit more durable and it's clear to see through. Um, you know, we have the, the front windshield. It's really nice. It's uh flip. You got a glass that actually flips up too, which is really nice. So, you know, say it's a little bit warmer day. Uh, you're, you know, you're riding out somewhere and you want to pop that open. Uh, it's, it's really nice. Um, the polycarbonate, it's, it, it's a little bit more of a, a cost, you know? So if you want to save a little bit of money, you can go that way. And then we even have like the soft one, which I would really recommend the soft stuff for people that maybe just want to do like a back glass and, a, and, and then of course you'd have a, a poly uh, front, but that's more just for that backdrop that comes in. Cause you'll see when you have an open cab as you're riding down some dusty, dry dirt road, you'll get a little bit of a backdrop. So it's really nice to put, you know, a, a piece of back glass in there and then I'll, that'll get rid of some of that dust in the cabin in the area. And that's the one actually on mine that broke was the back, not the front. Like I definitely am a huge fan of what you guys did with the, the window up front. Um, uh, you know, in the model that I have, so you basically have a lever handle that you can crank push the window open and it's uh it's got it's on hydraulics so it stays open obviously and then you just kind of reach up and pull it back down the the rear window was the one i was looking at do i do glass poly or the soft and in some ways i thought well maybe when i tow it if i had the the soft version i could pop it off um and then you know, obviously when i get down there where we're at is extremely dusty is the big problem trying to keep some of the dust out um and, and again, there were so many options. I'm like, man, when it comes to like photography or archery. Uh, for, for, for you, for you, I'd go, I'd go glass. I I'd definitely okay. go glass. And it's going to be quieter too, because the rest of your, the rest of your unit, it, it, it's all closed up. So doing glass would, would be the, the preferred way to go. And, and it, I'm surprised that you did get a, a rock into the glass like that. And it broke. Uh, I haven't really heard too much about anything like that, but I guess when you're towing, it's uh, anything's up for it, you know? Uh, it was a boulder, like we saw it coming. Um, <laughs> and so initially I'm like, oh, no. and then whatever it bounced around and hit and everything else, because even the the people at the uh, the dealership near me uh, where I got mine uh, were like, yeah, man, that's a fluke. We see that like once every couple years, like that does not happen. And again, you yeah. know, when in, when in Wyoming, you never know what the hell's going to happen as I'm driving through that state. So um it, it, right. it, it actually, I'm, right. I, I don't want it to, things like that to happen, but 
you also learn a lot. Um, like I'm trying to learn, like there's a big sign, do not tow backwards. Um, the windows can blow out how to hook it up. Right. Like my buddy's like, man, just pull the winch cord out, hook it up to the trailer, put some tension on it and then put a couple ratchet straps down. You know, all this stuff like is new to me, which is as much as I've been able to hunt and, and travel and everything else. I literally was embarrassed. Like I'm looking at this thing like, okay, where should I put these ratchet straps on? Cause I have no idea how to ratchet this thing down. So obviously the dealership had, had helped with that. Um, not to see too many squirrels here, but, um, the, the other thing I looked at, you know, was spare tires or changing out the tires. Um, you know, they're, they're, I think they're 27 inch that comes factory. Is that correct? Uh, it depends on what model, but I think the model that you have, yes, it's a 27 inch Max's Bighorn, which is a pretty good all around tire, by the way. Like, yeah, it, it runs pretty well over most terrain. It, that's, that's exactly what they told me at the, uh, the dealership, like actually for, you know, cause I said, Hey man, what's the best tire? And of course the salesman went into this like long drawn out answer. I'm like, dude, I love all the info you have. I just want to be told what to do. And uh, he said, man, actually the ones that come on it are pretty good all around tire, you know, as far as with, with me traveling different terrain, the lift or not the, excuse me, the lift, the larger tires, I had assumed um, it's much like uh, lifting and putting larger tires on a vehicle. Eventually it's causing some damage to your, um, you know, whatever, whatever model you have. In my case, you know, I would imagine if I go over 30, I'm going to have to start changing gears or, or something in it or clutches. Is that correct? And what do you guys suggest if you're going to upgrade, go a larger size or tire? What, what's the max people should well, go? I, well, I, what I would say is I think, you know, the, the stock setup's pretty decent and we do know people swap out tires and, you know, I think there's room to, to put a little bit bigger tire on there. Um, but you know, it's coming stock. It, it's a pretty decent tire. Uh, the ground clearance is pretty good as well. I mean, you're about 12 and a half, almost 13 on some of our models. So it's, it's pretty decent to already set up, but we do know that there's people out there that, that do modifications. They're setting up new tires. And, and when we talk tires, it always comes down again to a preference. It depends where you ride, uh, what conditions you ride in. But for us as a manufacturer with the big horns, you know, it, again, it's a really good all round tire for most of the train that our customers see. But uh, I, I, it's, it's a preference. If you ask a uh, hundred people, what's their favorite tire, you're probably going to get a hundred different answers. And it's because people are riding in different conditions. Uh, you know, if you look out Colorado or Wyoming, sometimes you are going with uh, with a different tire with a more ply because of uh, rocks and things like that. But it, it's, it's open to the consumer and you, know, you can go definitely talk to your dealer. Usually they've got some good recommendations, especially if it's a local dealer, they're going to know the, the conditions better and, and they'll have some good recommendations. Yeah. And I think in, in my case, you know, I didn't, um, yeah, I didn't, I, um, uh, I'd say I was completely fine with the way mine was, but you're in a place where they sell things to you to make a living. Uh, when I was asking about spare tires, uh, the guy, you know, he's of course, well, are you going to upgrade? And I'm like, uh, what do you mean? You get, you get, well, you can get bigger. And he went through the whole spiel. Right. And you know, for me, you know, I haven't had it that long, but I'm like, I don't know why I would need bigger tires in my experience of doing dumb things as a kid and lifting, uh, vehicles, nothing good ever seems to come out of modifying your vehicle with bigger stuff. You wear everything out faster. Um, you know, obviously 
these I'm assuming are the exact same way. Um, you're putting more tension in, in, in wear and tear on everything. If you, if you do upsize, um, I, I, yeah, well, we build our vehicles to stand up to pretty much anything. And, and, and again, we do see some consumers going to a bigger tire. We have like our Defender XMR that uh, has a 30-inch tire on it, but it's a mud-specific tire. So, so again, the vehicle's built to take quite a bit, uh, but the recommendation, I think, you know, you keep it pretty stock and you're going to be good to go. Okay, gotcha. And I, I wasn't going to change anyway. Honestly, the bigger tire, they're also more expensive. And I'm like, the way I'm going to burn through tires, uh, no need to, to put a larger, more expensive tire on. Because I was um, – what my, my buddy has um, – a defender and the guy that I, that I guide for and what his went through when I was down there was quite impressive. We had a lot of roads wash out um, in areas where we could have brought any vehicle through any good four wheel truck through. They totally washed out. And so I was pretty amazed, you know, one, not only what they could go through, but we also winched a lot of boulders and things out of the way to kind of clear a path. Obviously, you know, you don't want it to be a problem every time you drive through. Um, so that kind of led to the next, you know, question and things that, that people have tried to sell me on, which was the winch. Um, mine came with the winch. Um, but, you know, of course, the salesman's going to do his job. Synthetic cable. Did I want that? Um, do you want to upgrade to a, um, you know, a larger or, or, or a winch with more horsepower? I, I just Google, you know, and everything I read that that, that is a perfect fit to what you guys put on. Uh, and a synthetic was not a bad idea. Um, you know, if you wanted to swap out the cable for synthetic, what would you tell people? Is that something they'd want to change out as far as the cable um, or, or synthetic and stick with what you guys send out with, with Winchwise as far as the size? Well, again, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but uh, it depends on the application for sure. Uh, and, and you're right. Your limited comes with a winch. Our XT model also comes with a winch. So uh, quite a few of our vehicles are already equipped with the proper winch and, and they come with the cable. Um, synthetic or cable, it's a preference for people. Uh, if, if you're, you know, if you're mud riding and, and you're doing a lot of getting unstuck, then, then, you know, you're going to probably go with the synthetic or something. But for practicality of just application for hunting and ag and stuff, I think the, the current winch that we have on the Defender is quite a nice one and it, and it works for the capability. Um, a lot of people, it, it's just there as kind of a, a backup, right? Because a lot of times you're out there, you're not looking to get stuck. You're just trying to get from point A to point B because you're tracking an animal or you want to go out and, and, and get to a certain uh, location. So you're usually going to take it easy, but it's there. It's there just as backup, you know, if you need to clear a trail or you do in the, in the inevitably get stuck. And then you'll, you'll use the winch. But uh, what we have, uh, again, on our accessory list and, and on our website, there's quite a few options. If you do purchase a Defender that, that does not come with a winch, one of our packages, um, we do have a few uh, recommendations for that. And, and we do have, I think, both the synthetic and the cable uh, on our website as well. Gotcha. Um, I, ca I kind of have a list here of, um, you know, questions. Some of these are very much directly applicable to uh, you know, Can-Am accessories, things like that. One of the questions I had, which I've already bought everything I thought I needed. Um, I bought an impact wrench for changing out the tires. It's a cordless, you know, standard impact wrench. I bought a cordless uh, compressor to go into my little butt, my bucket that goes under the seat. Um, couple choker straps, a little tool kit. 
Um, you know, I have an oil change kit in there for probably because I just saw it and kept buying crap. What would you <laughs> shut up, Frank? What would you suggest? Um, you know, for people, uh, when I say this, meaning, uh, what should they they load their 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 canem up with? Like, did I make good decisions? And what else should I add? Uh, or did I uh, kind of go the wrong way on, on some of the different things? Well, I think you can always be, especially when you're going out in the conditions that you're in, uh, you know, you're getting out in, in some pretty remote areas where you're just depending on yourself. So, you know, being smart and bringing some tools and bringing some things, I think your list is excellent. Uh, you might've left out a tire repair kit. Uh, I always bring, uh, you know, plugs and stuff like that. I have fixed so many tires with just a tire kit and then, you know, the compressor is a great idea. So that maybe you're not bringing a spare. Uh, I do see some people again in rocky areas where it's that really sharp rock. You know, if you go up uh, at some places in Colorado, they have those just really jagged rocks and they tend to tear a sidewall once in a while if you're not paying attention. So having a spare or having a tire plug kit, having a compressor, those things, all, all excellent stuff to bring with you. And I think it, it's just being smart, just bringing the gear that you think you're going to need uh, out on the trail. And, and what's nice about the Defender is there's tons of little storage and areas so you can load it up with all the things you need to uh, bring out with you. Gotcha. Um, what, when, what, you know, talking about, like I mentioned, the, um, uh, the, I, again, I just, the little bucket toolboxes that they go under the seat, I can get pretty much everything within reason uh, as far as my toolkits and choker straps and all that stuff, um, you know, the impact ridge fits in there. Uh, now, like right now, I just threw um, a 160 Yeti cooler in the back of mine, which is, you know, for one, or, you know, for more than one reason. One, I I actually hide my pack and things in there because of all the dust and, um, you know, and obviously we, we put animals inside. Um, I haven't gone down the long drawn out rabbit hole of all the different options, but it looked like there was a significant uh, amount of choices for what you know, for storage can go into the, the bed. Do you have any recommendations that work a little better than the other rather than me just throwing a cooler in the back? Well, I think, uh, especially you're going to need a, a quite a large cooler. We do have a, a link cooler, but it might not be the size that you're looking for. Uh, whereas I think that Yeti is quite a bit bigger, but what you can do is you can, you know, maximize the space in the rear of the box because you can take one of our like uh, link cargo racks that's kind of elevated over the top of the box. So you can just slide your cooler right underneath and then you can stack stuff on top. We also have a pretty cool, which is it's coming. I think it's going to be available pretty soon, but we have this link loadout rack and it's actually a rack that that's extended up above the box and it's almost level with the roof of the, of the vehicle of the defender. And it's almost like kind of, you know, you can stack stuff up on top of there. If you have super long stuff that you want to carry, you know, if it's say for instance, you're not hunting, but you're working on a house and you want to bring a bunch of two by fours, you can put them up there cause it'll actually extend it over the top of the roof and stuff. So there's, there's quite a few racks uh, that are, that are there that can maximize the space and then you can start to stack things. So then you can slide that cooler. That'll be in, in the bottom of the box and then you can put stuff on top. And I looked at some of those, and, and I, who knows what direction I'm going to go. I hate to buy too much out of the gate until I kind of become familiar with what I'm doing, how I'm using it, um, you know, so on and so forth. As you can imagine, like for somebody that has never had an ATV or UTV, 
having one now, you know, every time I take it out, I'm like, huh, this, this might work better or, or, or I might add this. Um, when, when you, when you talk about like the rack that, that, that goes kind of up and over, is there a point in time that, um, how would I put this? Um, like for you knowing what, what I do, what would you say, Aaron, go by, you're my buddy and I, you know, I don't want to be told for me and I want you to tell me what to do. Like uh, Steve Jobs said, people don't know what they want until I tell them what they want. I want you <laughs> to tell me what I want. What would you suggest for me to go to pick up for my model for what I do? Well, I think it's, yeah, well, I think if you're throwing that Yeti in the back there, I would definitely go with that link cargo rack. Uh, it's, it's a, a nice little compact rack and you can move it either front and the back. Uh, and, and I think again, this, this loadout rack is, is just phenomenal. I, I haven't had a chance to, to use one. I've, I've seen one all set up, but I really want one. Uh, and again, it just kind of expands the functionality of your box so that you can load, you know, game in the, in the box or your coolers, and then you can stack stuff on top, you know, so you just bring more and more stuff. I think that that's, what's cool about the defender is just the fact that it's got a pretty big capacity. You have a thousand pounds in the box there. Um, we also make, uh, we have a pro and a six by six model that actually have a six foot bed. So if you're really wanting to bring everything and the kitchen sink, that's a perfect model for that. Um, but, but again, it's, it's, I think some of these, these cargo racks that can, you know, there's also the tailgate extender too. That's a nice feature, uh, where you can drop the tailgate and then you can bring this tailgate extender and that can lengthen the sides of your box. So, you can put more, more gear in there. There's sidewalls that you can get as well. So just really almost doubling, uh, the volume of, of your box. But, but I think, you know, go with the cargo rack and your approach is good. There's a lot of new people to the power sports industry that are getting side by side and, you know, you're going to get one and you're going to get a few accessories and you're going to go out and you're going to ride that first time and you're going to take it out for a hunting trip and you're going to see like, Oh, okay, maybe I'll go back to the dealer and this rack or this is going to really help me out. So, and again, it depends on your application. Everybody's going to load their box differently. So, you know, some things might work for some people, some might work for others, but what's nice about Can-Am is, is we have tons of accessories and we can fit everybody's needs. So that's kind of my message there, but I think you're doing the right thing, you know, uh, go out, ride, see what you're thinking and then you can come back and you can always add another accessory or another rack or whatever box that you, you possibly need. I, I will say it's addictive. Um, with, the uh, like the, <laughs> yeah. the, I, well, yeah, I mean, you got to keep in mind, I know nothing. I get something in the mail. I go to put it in and it's, it's like, you know, installing, um, you know, one of the, uh, TV, um, you know, what do you call that? Whatever, where it holds your TV and books and whatever your wife wants and you're out there. Screw yeah. it. You're you, what you guys offer with the link system is about as ball bearing proof as you can get everything that I have received. I just walked out and I'm like, it snaps on. That was the, I'm not saying it's all like that. I haven't used it all, but it, it makes it very user friendly uh, for a knuckle dragger like myself. And so uh, when, it, when I, when I say that meaning, is there anything that is not like that? Cause everything I've got or looked at, it literally just snaps right on. No, I, that, that was the whole point of, of a lot of our accessories is, is to try to make it as easy as possible. So that, you know, you don't need to go back to the dealer to, to have something installed. It's a lot of stuff that you can do yourself. 
And that way there's that flexibility so that when you see, Oh, Hey, there's something I, I want to add, then, then you just go for it there. Um, putting the, the roofs, the windshields on, that takes a little bit more work. Sometimes it's a, a two person job, but again, installation is always critical for us that we make sure we make it as easy as possible for the consumer. And that also goes with maintenance too. So a lot of the maintenance points uh, on the defender are really easy for the, the do it themselves. You know, they just say, you know what, I want to just, I'll change the oil. I'll, you know, replace the belt. All those things are really easy access. And, and that was really the point of, of that uh, defenders to try to try to make it for the doers themselves that they want to, they want to install accessories or do maintenance to the vehicle. Yeah. I, it's actually quite comical when I called the, uh, the dealer to get the, the rear window. Um, he, I was like, Hey, can I bring this in and have you guys install it? And he, it was kind of silent and he was like, bro, if you can't install this, he basically told me I wasn't a man. Uh, it was more or less what he led up to. And I'm like, what? He was like, dude, he goes, he goes, you might, he said, it takes two people to be safe. He's like, you and your wife can do it in like 30 minutes if you don't know what you're doing. And I'm like, oh, cause I, I did, uh, you know, commercial glass and I, I've done car windshields. That is not an easy task. He's like, man, the way they set these up, you clean it off. There's some foam pieces or I mean, I wasn't paying that much attention. There's instructions. I'll call them when I need to. But um, he's like, there's like five foam pieces. You stick them on or something. He's like, it's a couple clamps. You're good to go. I'm like, oh, and, and it literally yeah. he was like, if I would be doing you a disservice having you bring it in unless you were just crunched for time because it is that easy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that's, and that's the point with a lot of our accessories. So we want, to, we want to make things easy for people, and we want people to be out spending more time riding or more time hunting than, than wrenching on their machines. So that, that was the, the point with uh, the Defender and Can-Am. Yeah, no, well, you, you guys knocked it out of the park on that. Um, Towing-wise, is it? do you guys suggest putting a cover um, on them? Is that, is that something that's like a good idea if I'm, I'm towing one quite a bit or just let her buck? Because they're, they're pretty much indestructible anyway, so. We do make covers. We do make covers. I know my wife uh, saw it, you know it and told me to buy uh, it. That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> I was like, they make everything. So, well, it it depends on the conditions. Uh, you know, if, if you're running, you know, for eight, ten hours, you're trying to get somewhere, and the weather's just really nasty, and you want to try to keep this thing as clean as possible, uh, cover could be a good option my personal experience, I, I don't, I don't put covers on mine. You know, I, I just, I put up on the trailer and we go places. And usually when I ride, I get to think pretty dirty and muddy anyways. So, and I am probably not at a place where I'm going to be able to wash it. So I'm not going to put the cover back on a dirty vehicle. So I'm just going to drive it back down and then, then I'll wash it up. Uh, but th there's covers, uh, that we sell as well. And some people will use them for trailering. Some people use them for storage because maybe your vehicle sits outside and you want to cover it up from, you know, sap and, and all sorts of junk from trees and whatnot. And, and the cover makes a great solution for that. But my, my personal experience, uh, I, I don't, I don't put a cover on, on my, uh, on my off-road vehicles, at least when I trailer them. I, I think what the one thing my, my wife brought it up for trailering it. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to oversell it, but it's pretty much bomb-proof, right? Obviously, the one thing I think I could have broke, I, I did. Um, but the I, it snows, good Lord, four to six feet at my house. So I looked at it for storage when it's at the house, not not for, you know, for towing it. And mine's enclosed, so I'm not worried about, you know, 
anything getting inside. Um, one thing I, I forgot, I just jotted down. I had to adjust my doors a little bit. It's almost like they seated maybe. Um, it was just a Torx head. It was super simple, kind of racked them, I guess you could say, gave it a little bit more room. Is that fairly common on newer models where maybe after the first trip around it's articulating, you might need to rack the doors a little bit? Or was that kind of a fluke? It was really one door with mine. We had to torque just a little bit. Uh, there's a possibility that, that sometimes the, the door, when the, the dealer assembles or they do their pre, uh, pre-certified pre check, maybe there's some adjustment. And maybe when you're riding around, that it, it moved a little bit. Uh, but no, it's, it's not, it's not that common that, uh, that you have to make an adjustment, but what's cool is it is pretty easy to just take that little latch and, and move it if you need to. Yeah, it was, um, I think it was four Torx heads up top four on the bottom. We loosened it, kind of handheld it to where we wanted it, cranked it up back tight and it was fine. Um, the, the one thing I was curious, I had multiple people tell me, which didn't seem like a great idea, um, to cock, uh, the, uh, weather stripping on the edge of the doors. Um, I was kind of worried about that just in the simple fact it would make a mess, like trying to pull that stripping off. It seems rather user-friendly to replace it pretty quickly. Uh, do you guys suggest to uh, use like a 3M tape and do it or or cock it on or, or, or just leave it alone as far as the weather stripping goes for like cold days when it's freezing to the, you know, to the frame? Yeah, I, w- I would just leave it alone to, to what, what to the, the, the spec is on there. Um, I don't think you need to, to do anything to that stripping. No. God, and that's, you know, again, I, you know, these people keep in mind, they're laughing. I have no idea. Right. So I'm looking at it in the sense of when this freezes, is it going to be a pro, you know, will it be a problem? And the one thing that looks like is it would take a total of probably 30 seconds to replace that stripping. If it ever gets worn out, you know, use and abuse, just like on a truck or a car, um, I'm assuming, can you just hop on the site and order weather stripping kits as they need to be swapped out? Yeah. Yeah. You, you can go on the site or just, uh, again, contact your dealer and, and they'll, they'll hook you up with the parts that, that you need. Gotcha. Um, speaking of, you know, dealers and maintenance and things like that, how often oil changes? I mean, this is all stuff you can Google oil changes. How many, is it hours, miles? How does that work? Um, you know, maintenance wise. Uh, that's a good question. And I don't know off the top of my head, uh, what the, the maintenance interval is, uh, with the, the current uh, defender. Um, but again, uh, your, your dealer, when you purchase it, you should be able to have the walk around and they're going to give you all that information. They probably didn't. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, please don't laugh. Um, <laughs> that, that, that happens sometimes when you're so excited, you're like, Oh, I got my new defender and you're so excited. And all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you, you kind of tune out anything else that's going on. I, I've had that problem. <laughs> well, it wasn't just that. I was also surrounded by 4 million accessories. Um, yeah. And there was a, yeah, it, it, I don't know what it is. And maybe I say men, that's what, what is that? Chauvinist. Maybe it's women too, but it seems like the first thing you want to do is buy something expensive. That's really cool. And then buy more expensive stuff to attach to it. You buy a bow, you buy the most expensive stuff to put on it. The truck's no different. It does not. They set that dealership up very well because as you're purchasing and picking it up, there is four million options from tires and rims and box. I mean, everything known to man. And so I'm in a whirlwind looking at all this one. I'm thinking I don't have to beat up my truck anymore. It's heated, so I'm not going to freeze to death. Um, 
it's fully enclosed, so I don't have to eat dust anymore. You know, I'm I'm thinking now. I'm thinking, okay, what do I need to get? You know, and it, I immediately bought some of the toolboxes for it, um, just because I knew I would I would yeah. need those. But yeah, I'm sure I was not paying attention because accessories and option wise, you guys don't make anything that are. And for lack of a better explanation, you don't build stuff to build it to suck pe- money out of people. Everything I looked at made total sense for a specific application. May not be my application, but it would be for someone's. Right. And of course, some of them I'm talking myself into whether I need it or not because it just looked cool. But um, the the, yeah. <laughs> the 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 general it's like a kid in the candy store. Like yeah, it's a kid in the candy store. You're so you're totally like uh, you go into the dealer and you're like, I don't really need that, but I could need that. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, it's just the addiction of, of getting into uh, the power sports business, uh, and and it gets worse because then you'll have one side by side and be like, oh, maybe I'll get an ATV too, or uh, you know, a snowmobile would be a good idea, you know. And then you just it just keeps on going from there until you have a a pole barn full of stuff. So. Yeah, I could see how that would happen. Yeah, in in my case, like it's a very um you know, some people get them for, for fun. For us, it's, it's a tool like, and don't get me wrong. It's fun, but we're looking at it. The, the, the abuse our vehicles take, um, you know, run some numbers. You quickly look like, okay, even if you got a, a base model and I think your, your models run from, I don't know, 12 or 16 grand on up. I can't remember that you would know the price. What's your base bottom in, but like yep. the lowest cost model. Yeah, so it's like I think it's eleven nine or something. Don't quote me on this. Uh, again, prices vary depending on where you're. Like you know, there's North America and Canada and everything like that. So I don't want to throw out numbers, but yeah, it's ballpark. It's it's around you know twelve, and then it goes up from there uh, into the the more expensive premium units. But yeah, I mean, if you look at it, I think what's interesting about the Defender and a lot of people are realizing is that you know you do have a pickup truck, but what a side-by-side and, and, and specifically the Defender do is it really can help give you access to probably areas that you're not going to drive a large truck up into. Um, you know, they're, they're purpose built for off-road. And so it makes it really a great tool for, you know, getting out to the places where you would be reluctant and even the most capable pickup trucks or Jeeps, a side-by-side always is going to be the one that's going to win uh, getting up and, and around in areas and, and accessing places that you probably wouldn't go unless it was horseback or something. Right. And I know that a lot of big game hunters, it used to be the horse that you would utilize to get back up in some of these areas or your backpack and hiking. And so the side by side really does, uh, help, you know, people get further in where they need to and to bring more gear. And so that's, what's really cool about the defender. And that's why we're seeing a lot of new people come in, uh, just because they're they're saying, wow, this is such a versatile tool, and, and for you all, it, it's really more of a, a hunting and a work tool. But you're right. What's cool about the Defender is, you know, you, you can you can have a work tool where you're you're working around your house or your property uh, or a farm, a small farm, and then on the weekends you can take it out and you can go hunt with it, or you can you know pile the family in and you can go for a trail ride where you where you all are going to go up and do a little bit of fishing or something like that. So. That's what's really great about, I think, the Defender is that it, it's just an all-around just awesome vehicle. And a, a lot of people are starting to realize that, including yourself, where you say, hey, man, I can do a lot of stuff with this that I wouldn't normally do with my pickup truck. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what's going on. And we were driving our vehicles into some of those areas that 
we were just putting, I mean, a, a massive amount of abuse on our standard vehicles. So it, it, it really cost efficiency over time. Yeah, there's an expenditure there, but uh, it, you know, well worth it. I mean, in, in, in short order that we, we realized that. Um, now, in the case of my buddy, uh, Scotty, he bought a, a Defender, but his does not have doors. How hard is it to uh, add those doors to his model? Um, and, you know, is, 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 is it something to where you can run down, grab them and throw them on in an afternoon? Does it, do I, does it need to go to the dealer? Do you need to have them do it if you're going to add doors? Uh, so you can do them yourself if you want. As I said before, most of our accessories are fairly easy uh, to, uh, to, to install. Um, you can go and option to have the dealer do it as well. Uh, the soft doors, uh, they're, they're pretty easy to put on, but even that the hard doors, uh, that you have, you can buy those, uh, they are a little bit heavier. So it's really a two person operation, but you can install it. You know, you put a roof on a windshield back glass and some doors and you pretty much have a, a pretty sealed up unit, uh, that works really well. Again, that's the flexibility of this vehicle. You know, if you want a base rig where, you know, you, you don't really need any of the frills, you just need something to get you around. The Defender has you. Uh, if you want to have the most luxurious, like, you know, just the Cadillacs of, of side-by-side, well, the Defender Limited, which is what you have, that's a pretty awesome unit. So, Well, and on my end, I know, like, I would end up adding all of that anyway, so it was a lot easier decision because I'm like, okay, a couple of my buddies got these, and they're now they're wanting to add. Um, I think I think Scotty got the Ops. Um so it has the the roof, but it didn't have the, the doors. So I'm like, you know, if I'm going to end up adding all this anyway, I might as well have the professionals do it, which, you know, again, um, easier decision. Um, is there anything, obviously, I've asked you the questions I had. Is there anything I'm leaving out, anything you want to add to any of this that, that I, I haven't asked you or, or maybe some common mistakes people make that you've seen over time? I think, I think we covered a lot. Uh, again, uh, there, there's quite a few different defenders for, you know, whatever your application is. Uh, and, and we offer a lot of flexibility, uh, common mistakes. Uh, I, I don't really see too much, uh, you know, mo- most people that are getting into the sports, uh, again, they have friends that uh, can help out. And I think the other thing is too, there's, if you're new to the power sports industry, I wouldn't be nervous because there's a lot of people that, you know, especially in the power sports, it's a pretty friendly industry. You know, you have some friends that had a defender. They're like, Oh, check this out. And they were helping you. You know, don't ever uh, be afraid to ask questions for sure, because most people are so happy to help you out. And it's cool to just see more people uh, riding, uh, you know, off-road vehicles and stuff like that. So I think that's, that's one of the things that's cool. And that again, that it's, you know, it's such a good tool to have, you know, it's, it's, uh, most of us all have pickup trucks, but once you get into a side by side, I mean, it's just a whole different access to the outdoors and, and it works so well. Um, you know, the cool thing is too, is you can rationalize your defender and, and, you know, really like, Hey, I can get a plow for this by the way. So, you know, if you're up in some snowy regions, you can, you can plow your driveway with it and whatnot. Um, there's just all sorts of good things you can do with the vehicle. And, and again, it's, it's just, it's, I, I don't know. I, once, once you get one, you, you'll be like, I don't know how I live without a, a defender. I, yeah, I'm, I'm there now. Um, 
And again, like the snowplow, I totally forgot that. I do live in a place, I live at 10,000 feet. Um, Snow-wise, it'll snow anywhere from three to six feet, and it stays five months out of the year. Um, is that the the plow option, which I've been kind of just perusing, looking it over, um, that seems a pretty, um, I mean, applicable to what I'm doing it's a it's not a long driveway you know a couple hundred well not even that hundred yards long um i would imagine load up some weight maybe in the back of it and and uh, off you go it seems like that would do fairly well i mean i see guys plowing with four wheelers and i know it would do a hell of a lot better than that um uh, that upgrade is that a relatively quick install for the plows yeah it, it, it depends if you have a winch or not uh if you if you're already winched then it, it's a little bit easier of an install uh, if you don't have a winch, then you have to install the winch and everything else. So that, that becomes a little bit more, but, uh, it, what's nice about the defender is that it's a good size. So, you know, if, if you have an ATV and you're plowing, you're right. ATVs, you know, they, they don't have as much weight, so you, you can't plow as much snow as you'd like to. Um, but it's good for small jobs. Uh, the defender starts to get in the category where, you know, we have some pretty good sized plows that we sell. And so it really does a great job. The other thing that we have is we have track kits for the defenders and that's just a whole nother planet. So we have uh, an Apache 360 kit. It's pretty cool. So it's like more of an all season track kit that you can have. So you can run it in like dirt, mud and snow. And then we have a backcountry kit, which is really crazy. You can put on the defender. Uh, it, it'll, it'll take you places that, you know, like a snowmobile goes and then it just brings it to a whole nother level. So, but if you have some winter hunts or you have some hunts that, that are going over different climates, track kits are another option. So again, there's just tons of stuff to kit this thing out. And my recommendation to your listeners is, is go in and, and, you know, if you look for a defender that kind of fits your, your needs, but you know, don't worry because you can always, you know, upgrade accessories and things like that. We also have different engine options too. So uh, yours is the HD 10. So you've got like 82 horsepower. You've got a big engine with a lot of torque. So really great pulling. But we make an HD9 and an HD7 as well too. So uh, you know different engine variants for different applications as well. Gotcha. Um, fi- I guess final question: uh, life expectancy uh, of one of these roughly? Um, you know, as far as 10,000 hours, like 20,000, like what, what do people usually with heavy use, obviously you don't use it very much totally different. Um, what am I looking at before I really need to start putting, uh, you know, some, some serious maintenance into this normally? Well, again, we build these to last and we see people using their defenders for years and years and really being happy with where it's at as long as you do the, the scheduled maintenance and all those kind of things, and you just watch after stuff, it's, it's an extremely durable vehicle that's built for the elements and it's built for what, whatever anybody's going to throw at it. So it's, uh, it's, I, I, yeah, for me, it's, uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's the tool to have for sure. Gotcha. And I, I had a few people ask me that and I've talked to, um, uh, a few outfitters that use them and, and they were pretty funny. They were like, man, we're horrible amount maintenance. We beat the shit out of them. We don't do anything we're supposed to do. And generally 10 to 12,000 miles, we might have to put some money into them, which kind of speaks volumes. At, if you saw what they're doing to them um, and they don't take care of them, <laughs> that's 
quite amazing to me because I'm like, I'm kind of anal about, you know, servicing and things like that. He's like, man, we abuse the hell out of these. And, you know, they'll be stuck in the mud for four days before they can get it pulled out, which is, you know, none of that is good. They forget to do the maintenance on them. And by no means for anyone listening in, I'm not telling you to don't get your oil changed. I'm just saying that's what these guys do. (laughs) Um, And he's like, man, there's, there's a reason we, they they have four defenders. He's like, there's a reason this is all we carry. Um, I I guess I won't. I probably won't mention. I guess some of the names of the what they've listed they'd used in the past. <laughs> but th- there was two specifically yeah, yeah. that they said were literally maintenance nightmares of a of a multiplier of four. Um, you know, because this is yeah. their their living, yeah. and they're like, look, man, when you're putting four times the amount of money in the same hours. He's yeah. like, over time, he goes, um, I'll pay, uh, you know, and he didn't say anything about Can-Ams are more expensive or not. He's like, I'll pay whatever. Because when you have a client and your vehicle goes down, he's just killed the day of his hunt, which means now you got to make that up to him. Over time, 20, 30-year business, that's a lot of money racking up. So for him, I mean, he said, he finally just absolutely. said, piss on it and went and bought four of them at one time. So he's a very big fan. Yeah, ab- Absolutely. <laughs> Well, when we, when we originally designed the Defender, we went out and talked to customers and we went all over the U S uh, talking to ag customers. We went to game farms. We went everywhere to talk to these customers and specifically customers that really beat their units and, and really demand the most out of their units. And when we came away from, them, we said, not only do we need to make, you know, something that's innovative, but it needs to be super tough. It needs to be reliable because, as you said, time is money for a lot of people, uh, whether you're on the farm or you're out hunting, because as a guide, you know that it, it, you depend on your equipment, whether it's your bow, uh, whether it's your truck or it's your side-by-side or the boots that you wear, but all that stuff needs to last. It needs to stand up to the elements and to what you guys are, are and, and girls are pushing stuff through. So for us at Can-Am, we, we strongly were like, we need to make this thing the best that we can uh, so that, you know, the people out there, they know it's, it's and, and, and as you said, your friend, he knows he's, he's, he's experienced other products and he said, this is the best. And, and so I'm really happy to hear that story because for us, it's, it's, it's important to us and our customers. Cool. Yeah, well, you, I'm, I'm sold. I uh, have been very, very pleased and impressed. And again, I've also seen uh, buddies of mine who had them for years that beat the holy ever living hell out of them. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't thank you enough for getting on here. I actually um, selfishly wanted you to pop on as much for my own knowledge as well as everyone else because uh, I had four million questions and didn't, uh, you know, it's, it's easier to ask coming from the horse's mouth than it is a, a, a dealership. Not saying there's anything wrong with dealers. But I'm that guy that always wants to to talk to the dude uh, at the factory or or the engineer or whatever. So I really appreciate <laughs> you taking your time to out of your day to hop on here. No problem at all. Uh, really appreciate you having me, and uh, hope to maybe talk to you again sometime soon. Uh, but thank you again, and uh, appreciate you you talking with us. Oh, of course, no problem. And and I have your phone number now, so you're screwed because I'm definitely going to be asking you questions. You'll be like, "This guy won't leave me alone." That's, so. that's okay. That, <laughs> that's okay. The, the, the line's always the line's always open. And uh, yeah, as soon as soon as we get off, you can call me, and I'll I'll uh, I'll let you know uh, let you know all the other stuff. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Well, I appreciate everything, and uh, really, really commend you guys on what you've done as far as the machines you guys build. So thanks again, and uh, everybody, thanks for tuning in. <laughs>